Good evening, ladies and gents. You're now tuning to tuning in to Muscles to Mental Health Podcast. I'm your boy, Dr. Lovett, joined by Miss Tyson, aka Adriana, Adriana the underdog. And today we'll be talking about power of the power of individuality. And power is a, a very strong word. This will be a very strong topic for a lot of people and even us, because you know, everybody had they Everybody has their period of just isolation and not even just, you know, isolation, but just wanting to be alone. And once you get on your spiritual journey, you understand where we're coming from. So today we'll be starting off by, you know, what does being the individual mean? And for a lot of people, this, you know, this is just saying like being original and, you know, being authentic. Yeah, it is like, you know, that's what individual means, you know, one alone. You know, you stand alone in a crowd, but it's just you, you know, at the end of the day, like you're yourself, no matter what, it's it's basically what it is, you know, being authentic, true to yourself, being true to your beliefs and, you know, what you believe in and never letting someone, you know, tamper with your beliefs and stuff like that. So Dr. Lovett, what do you have to say about it being an individual? Um, I think we, so I always say all the time, I feel like our generation is trash because I feel like um, we live in a social media age where people, you know, are happy with being clones when people are trying to dress and be like the next person they see on social media or the next person they see next to them. I feel like being an individual is being, you know, running your race and staying in your own lane. And I feel like, you know, with this whole social media age, people don't know how to do that and a lot of people feel like when you go against the norm or the society norms you consider you know weird or you're doing too much or you're not you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing being an individual is being happy in your own skin doing what makes you happy and not trying to make anybody else happy because in the, the day if you're not happy in the inside, it's on it's on carry out to the outside. And people people always can tell by your energy when you on your purpose and you running life in your own lane and you doing you. People know because ain't nothing can take your pride, ain't nothing can take your joy, ain't nothing can take your your swagger, your style, your drip, whatever you want to call it. So being individual is knowing how to wear your style, how to push yourself together. And put like now we call it and you put it at on because I ain't try, like for me personally, it took me a while to understand the power of being, you know, an individual, understand of being alone to work on yourself. Because once you work on yourself, you learn how to love yourself, everything else going to follow. Preach. I think um, I, I've never really had like, you know, I never really struggled with being myself around other people like I think Mm -hmm. I struggled with just like I was always myself but I was always quiet so people really didn't know who I was until like Mm -hmm. you know so I would get comfortable or you know I just wanted to you know I was just having a good day where I just wanted to show like my personality and like I think what really made the biggest difference is like yes you can be an individuality and be yourself but like if you're not proud or if you're not confident wearing who you are then people will like, you know, take that as like a weakness or, um, you know, uh, how can, what's the word? How can I say? They'll just, you know, they'll taunt you for it or like they'll judge you based off like, you know, oh, you're like, you're into this. Like, oh, that's not, you know, that's not what this. But if you're like, you know, talking about how proud you are because I'm into like, uh, like I read and people are like, oh, you read? And it's like, no, I love reading books. Like, oh, I could tell you about this book. I could tell you about that book. Then it's like, oh, dang, I want to be like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't, not people saying they want to be like you, but they're like, oh, I want to try it out and stuff like that. Like being into God, you know, that's something that uh, some people don't view us like, oh, you pray or, oh, you do this or, or you go to church. Like, you know, but being you know proud funny? Of, like, go ahead. <laughs> You know what's so funny is it's just like um just you know laying on on topics. It's just like people look at doing the right thing is weird. When I tell people back home, like they say, so you know, I'm a you know, we both military members, I'm a veteran, she's still in active duty, as y'all already know. So getting out, a lot of people, a lot of my family expected me 
you know, to come out as an alcoholic or like, you know, or you don't drink every day or you don't like, nah, I could go months without drinking. But when I do start drinking, I'm, I'm going to get down. You feel me? But I'm not, I don't, that's not, that's not my, my weakness. I'm not addicted to it. I don't, I can, like I said, I can go months, weeks without drinking. It doesn't, it doesn't do nothing for me. And people look at you weird when you like, people be like, some people don't be drinking water when you drink, are you drinking water and, and, and not drinking lean and popping minus? Yes. I eat vegetables. I drink water. Yes. I, yes, I do that. Like, yes, I drink. People look at me weird because when I walk, I, have, I walk around with a gallon, Miss Tyson, at school. Right. <laughs> My professor really called me out in front of the whole class. He's like, you going to drink all that? You said you going to drink the whole thing? I said, yes, sir. <laughs> I'm like, that's how much you're supposed to drink. <laughs> Folks be drinking one cup of water and think they drunk enough water for the day. <laughs> right. What's up with that? <laughs> for a water bottle. Yeah, nah, G. But have you, um, I think, I ain't never really, quit. like I said, I ain't never really, like, struggled with being an individual. Nah, let me take that back, because I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I always say that. So everybody big on, you know, being the eat guy, being that, the funny man. I'm funny or whatever like that. But growing up, I used to always want to be that dude. Oh, yeah, I used to want to be that dude that, you know, fit in with everybody. But then you know, as I got older, I realized that because people come in your life at the moment, they could be seasonal. They're not, they not here for the long run. They're just here to show you what you need. To they show, they're here to show you what they need to teach you. And you're supposed to move on to the next chapter. So I used to be like, you know, well, I don't got like 10, 20 friends. And, and I, my granddad had to tell me like, hey, they're not a part of your journey. Sometimes you got to walk the road by yourself to realize where you at and, and to and realize to where you're going to. Right. So like, have you ever like questioned yourself or, around like have you ever just questioned like, you know, you being you around like different groups of people or different individuals? Not at not at I, I actually had some more time to think about it. The only time that I actually struggled with like I actually struggled with, you know, being who I was and like and you know, embracing like you know, I'm from the hood, like I'm mm-hmm. from the ghetto. I'm, I'm from Sepulchre Springs, from Tampa, Florida. So like, when people see me nowadays, they're like, oh, like, and I, I'm not saying like being who, being where I am. It's like I'm not glorifying it, but I'm also not down talking it because where I came from made me who I am, and I'm I'm very, very, very humble about that, you know. But one, you know, living, being that I lived through it and I made it to where I am today, like I, there is some good that obviously comes out of it. So people see me now and they're like, oh, or you're not like that or you in the military and you all, you know, strong and and like, you know, whatever they say about like military women and all this kind of people in the military, like, oh, you the fish, you the cops or you're not the same or you different, blah, blah. It's like, no, I'm still me. But like I was saying that to the people that were on the outside, but in the inside, I was in the inside of being in the organization. I was acting as if I was the same as everybody else for a long time. I was, I was, you know, you get that rank and it's like, it kind of puts you on order, like to a certain extent where everybody has to stay in their own little like path, like, oh, this sergeant has to be the same as this sergeant or, you know, everybody has, and it's like mindset wise, it's not like physical or something that somebody's telling you, but it's like placed on you after you get brainwashed and, you know, all this process of being in the military, Mm -hmm. but it's like. I was fighting my individuality. Like I was see certain people, certain, you know, colored people. And I'm like, oh, why are you acting like that? And I'm, honestly, they're just acting themselves and people love them, even though they still act this way because they started off that way and there was no change that made them, you know, made them look, get looked at differently. They came in that way and they kept the same attitude because that's just who they was. For me, I came in, I was quiet. I had to figure out people in the room and stuff like that instead of keeping my individuality and people accepting me for who I was. Like, you know, if I talk, I talk ghetto or if I had like, you know, I didn't have the same mannerisms as everybody. I'm trying to figure out what they doing so that I don't, you know, become the eyeball or I'm not getting looked down, looked at a certain way or talked down because, you know, you know I'm not prepped or I don't have the same mem- mannerisms. Why mm-hmm. don't all talk the same? You know what I hate though. Yeah. Individuality. We talk about growth, and it's just like people can meet you at twenty one and expect you to be the same person you was at twenty one at twenty four. All right. People 
And like, especially in like, you know, in the African-American culture, people look at you weird when you don't, when you, you level up. And that's basically what happened in the military, basically. And I know, I know every recruiter say this, Marine recruiter say this. They said, hey, you don't go off the boot camp. You don't do all these amazing things, right? I know you don't heard it. And then you'll come back and you'll still see some of your homies doing the same thing which you left, doing the same exact things. And like I told you before, I was not speaking like this <laughs> two years ago or before right. I go to the military. I ain't saying I was illiterate or nothing like that, but I was I definitely wasn't articulating myself. So now when I talk, but I always had that energy. I always had a way of challenging the room. Like they know, like since I was 11 years old, my grandparents said, like, you got it in you. You got that it factor. You cannot, this can't be taught. If you can't change how people feel, you know, I think people are always worried about what the next person or how how people feel about you being yourself. I don't care. Like I I do try to be, you know, more empathetic because you know I am studying to be Dr. Lovett, a therapist. So I'm learning how to uh be empathetic about what people are going through and so i'll be telling i was telling my mom the other day and i was saying like so you know in the marine corps you know we talk like hey it's cutthroat like if you ask you fat as fuck like you fat as fuck dog <laughs> they don't tell you straight up but then that psychology perspective i can't tell you you fat i gotta tell you you know in a more and i'll say soft way i gotta tell you in a more articulate manner like hey you getting kind of, I mean, you know, you getting kind of heavy bit, dog. Like you might want to, you know, <laughs> you might want to chill. You might want to hit the gym more often. So I, I kind of be torn between the two, but I'm thankful for the two. Cause how you said earlier, where you from, where you came from, it shows your present and it shows where you're going to next. All right. Jeez. I just said something. There. I hope they got that. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think birds of a feather? birds of a flock you know what i'm trying to say yeah yeah. do you think birds of a feather flock together hey we rapping (laughs) so i think we kind of touched on that too like you know joining the military like Mm -hmm. everybody has to and it's not like you know work-wise everybody has to stay in line everybody has to you know follow rank order and you know do what certain 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 people say and all this kind of stuff but like 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 you said, you you got out the military. People was like, "Dang, you're not an alcoholic." There are some pe- certain people in the military who do not drink at all. Yeah, like they they'll sit in a room full of people that's drunk, and they'll be making fun of them, and they're like, "Y'all acting crazy," but they will not drink. Yeah, it's all about you stand true to who you are and your your confidence and your ability to stay strong, like even during adversity and having everything thrown in your first face peer pressure people trying to tell you that oh you should try it or you know you don't have to do it again or you know it's not going to hurt that bad or you know somebody just trying to like uh pressure you into doing something that you just not okay with like that just shows like your individual individuality sticks out and people want us people will feed off that they like to see shit like that and that makes them feel good like people who are on the you know the 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 end that's like oh i don't want to do it like you feel more strong in your own like desire to, to keep being great, you know, whatever not drinking has to does for you. Like, you know, that plays like you, you get ex- more excited to not do it. If that makes sense. It does. So it's like, you know, people always say like, Oh, you know, we say if she hanging around a hoe, she a hoe. No, that's not true. That's very, that's very not true. Like, Everybody, you uh, choose. You choose to do what you want to do at the end of the day. Uh, so do you think birds of a feather flock together? Um, so even before the military, even now that I've been out in the military, I have different types of friends. I know everybody's seen the post. I have, <laughs> nah, I can't even say that. <laughs> well, I have, you know, people who sell, you know, dr- subscription drugs. You know, I have, you know. IT friend, I have, you know, nine to five McDonald's friends, you know, have different, I have every type of friend that you can have, you know, have friends that you're on trucks, got trades, I got friends like, you know, so in the military, so, you know, and then, but when I was in the military coming in, I think people do try to, they do, you know, navigate to the people that's, you know, got something in common with, see me, as I'm getting older, I try to like, 
stir away from people who don't have who I try to stir away from people who don't have ambition, who people who don't have no goals, people who complacent on where they at and not trying to grow in any means. Out of my friends, all my friends, most of all my friends making they making some good money because they and then they doing what they love. See me, I could have like followed them. Like that's what I said. Oh, I'm about to tell you about this individuality. I could have, I got friends, you know, who got, you know, the, the Lincoln, they got the plug for the CDL, got connections for the IT. I could have easily went that route and been making money. I could have easily been in a career field right now. Or, you know, I did supply in the Marine. I could have went, got out, you know, the Marine Corps and went to school for logistics. But nah, that wasn't where my passion was at. You feel that wasn't where my calling was. My calling was helping people with mental health issues. My calling was transiting the narrative. My calling, my calling was helping African people who look like me and you, Miss Tyson, articulate what they're going through and not being on shutdown mode and not, you know, getting angry because they don't know how to, you know, say explain what they're going through. So my calling was psychology. So I chose that. And it, it's a long journey. Anybody who's been in school knows it's a long journey. It's, it's not no, I think the problem with our generation, we want instant gratification. We don't, we want it tomorrow. That's like I tell people, you know, this muscle it, will finish. If you've been fat for five years, you ain't gonna be skinny by next month. You've been fat all your life, you ain't gonna be skinny by next month. It's all about, you know, your routine. It don't, greatness don't happen overnight. You gotta put work in it daily. And people gotta learn how to start walking in their own path and be happy and be able to take criticism because they could be able to take criticism and be happy knowing that they doing what they want to do. They doing what they truly love to do. Right. I definitely agree with that. Like, um, like you said, like people, it's a, it's a, like fitness is a, uh, grow. It's something you grow at and you get better at daily. Like, you should do the same thing with like your mental health. You should do the same thing with your morning routine. You should do the same thing with your, your nightly routine. You should do the same thing when you're praying with God. You're like, you know, it's something that you work at daily. You get better at it daily. You don't, you don't wake up in the morning and just get dressed. You just, you, you brush your teeth. You go in there, you get your mind prepared for the things that you have, you know, going for yourself that day. It's a, it's a, it's a work in progress. Your individuality is a work in progress. And that goes into our next our next talking point about um, being alone, like, is that a part of trauma or is that that's something that helps you grow? In my, in my opinion, it depends on how you do it. You know, are you running away from, well, we'll get, that's another, that's another, you know, another episode. But today we're going to talk about how being alone and being in isolation during your period of like going through your spiritual journey, how that affects you positively. Me personally, I learned so much about myself, like, you know, being around people, being around my friends and, you know, being around just going to work every day, you know, just talking to people and like, oh, what do you like to do today? Or, you know, like, what what are you interested in? People ask you these questions. When you talk to people, you learn more about yourself because you say things that you believe, but you've never said out loud. If you understand that, you, you notice when you say certain things out loud it kind of like affirms it in your head. And that's why we say affirmation. We say, that's why we say affirmations in the morning. You know, when we first wake up, you you can say affirmations any time of the day, but you say it like when you say things out loud, you affirm it and you believe it and you, you see it to be true. Like being alone, it helps you like differentiate what you thought you liked with what versus with what you do like. And being alone doesn't mean like staying in the house all day or, you know, sobbing and laying in your room and watching movies and stuff like that. Being alone is like reading a book by yourself, like turning your phone on, do not disturb, to understand like what actually is going on in your mind at present time. Like being alone means like going to, being actually not being afraid of going out to eat and getting food by yourself, you know? Going to the movies or something like that. You can go hang with your friends when you want to be alone. You don't have to always be like, included you know being active in the, the festivities you can go around your friends and you could be quiet you just want somebody to be around you know yes ma'am. i think i think people like they say oh being alone it's like oh you you with your thoughts it's a bad thing no you want to be with your thoughts 
you want to be alone to figure out what's going on with your in your head. You want to be alone to reflect on what happened. You know, what caused you to end up back at square one when you thought that you made it 10 steps forward. You want to reflect. You want to, you know, you, you want to you want to talk to yourself. You want to meditate. You want to talk to God or talk to whoever you believe in. If you don't believe in anyone, you talk to yourself. You know, being alone is like it, it can it can bring out so many things that, you know, it can just awaken a new like a new life and a new season of growth for you. When you take a step back from everything, you know, you take a hi- hiatus or hiatus. Well, I don't know how you say it, but I like to say it all the time because I do it. I, my people are like, oh, you know, like I go on times where I don't want to talk to my friends. And it's not about my friends. It's about me. And when you, once you get out of that head, get out of your head about you don't want to disappoint this person. You want to, you know, make it look bad about this person. It's like it's not about them. Yes, people might get hurt in the process of you wanting to be alone. But you understand who's really for you when that happens. You will you'll see people who actually truly understand, like, okay, I understand what you, you know, you need this time to yourself, and I'll give you that. And you don't have to ask for something that is meant for you. If you want to be alone, you don't have to ask for approval. And if you do, then you know that's something that you'll have to, you know, learn over time that you don't have to, you know, ask for it. But Dr. Lovett, how do you feel about being alone? Everything you just everything you just said on was fast. I feel like, man, our era is so trash. Like I said this plenty of times. I know I can't talk about this era because this is my era, but hey, I always keep it running on because I say it's trash because social media has ruined us. Social media has taught us that you gotta be a copy, that you gotta post every single thing that you do on social media. And don't get, I'm not going to sit up here and say I wasn't that, that person because I was. First, when I, social media, Facebook, all that stuff first came out, I was posting every single thing. Facebook first came out, hey, I don't know if y'all did it back in Florida. I mean, I was on like, like my status when I was right. in middle school, rate me, you know, all the little stuff. That was a worldwide thing. Huh? That was worldwide. Yeah, I I ain't know, you know. <laughs> I only know what I did in Georgia. I ain't know everybody across the world was doing it. But yeah, and I think people feel like you said, people feel like that you owe them an explanation for putting yourself first. You owe them an explanation for taking a break. Like, oh, where you been? And when you do go, when you do go high this and you you focusing on you, people be like, Oh, you must, you know, you must something bad must happen to you just so you can put yourself first. Not eight times out of ten, sometimes stuff do got to happen to you bad so you can realize, you know, you can live in a moment and realize what you got to do to move forward. But it don't necessarily always mean that. And I, you like you said, you don't owe no explanation to anybody for putting yourself first. And that's the pre, that's the reason people be having mental issues now because they're not able to vent. And then I I am like you know I be joking around and cranking, but I, I'm the quiet friend. And in, in the public, people, you know, I'm considered when you quiet, I'm considered the weird one. Cause I'm kind of like, I don't know if it's a Leo thing or something, but my mom was a Leo. Too. I think so. I like, I always, if I don't know you, I got to get comfortable with you. I don't go into a room. If I, I mean, you know, the Marines made me more vocal and made me, you know, the man dominated the room, but I still, I still play my cards. You feel me? I ain't gonna tell you my whole life story if I don't know you from a bag of you know, you know that. Like, if I don't know you about, I got to feed the room, like, people. And But I am more open. I'm, I'm more open and vocal than most. Because I'll tell you, you know, I get anybody to shut off my back. Because I know I love, you know, I love helping people out. I'm a helper. I'm optimistic. I love seeing people, you know, doing better than what they was doing. But, nah, it's nothing wrong for taking a break, man. Because sometimes that be like, hey, logging off. Right. Deleting some social media apps. Delete the app off your phone. If you need to delete the account, whatever you need to do. And I was like, sometimes, most time, when I get alone, I get, I be tapping in. Like, I like it when people feel like, oh, oh he's falling off. He ain't I like the whole time. That's what I want you to think. Oh, he ain't, he, he stopped going to the gym. He ain't seen no video in a minute. Okay. <laughs> oh, he ain't doing, he ain't posting on school stuff. So school must be going, he must have dropped out. Okay. Believe whatever you want to believe. 
but she don't know the facts though, big dog. Right. I don't gotta post everything. I don't gotta post everything to show you I'm working. Me only hey God know and the, your day ones, your family don't know. Sometimes they don't even know, but you and God, I know what I got going on. But I feel you know, sometimes they say a Nancy Hustle say you gotta get ugly sometimes. You gotta get ugly on these fake friends, females, niggas, and get in your bag, man. But honestly, Thanks. you don't have to get, I mean, you all got them friends, and you when you get alone, like you just said, you realize who really for you for you. And who does it? Who there for the moment trying to ride your wave? And the folk who they're trying to ride your wave and is around you for the clout. Nah, we separate them. But the people who ultimately want to see you win, I'm thankful for y'all. The people who really want to see me win, I'm thankful for y'all. Cause when it's all said and done, I'm gonna remember y'all. You feel me? Everybody, everybody gonna remember y'all. The people who was riding with you when nobody else wasn't. That's facts. Like when you like being alone, like it's like uh, it's opening up your ears, like opening up your mind, opening up your heart. Like when you step back, you, t- you know, you take a break from everybody, like some shit that you was confused about in your mind for a long time. When you get by yourself, you can easily decipher like, oh, you know, oh, that person really was saying this. Oh, really oh, was a snake. Right. Oh, this person really wasn't like cool. Like when you start and you go back and you reflect, you're like, dang, like I should have seen this coming a long time ago. But I felt the step back, you know, and, and, and asked myself, like, what's really going on? You know, and I think talk, we're talking about spiritual journeys because spiritual journeys are like something that everybody goes through. But I feel like people don't actually know when they're going through their spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. And I think I think your spiritual journey hits like when you really do want to be by yourself. Like when you're combating like, oh, do I want to go hang out or hey, do I want to sit in my room or, you know, do I want to do this by myself? Like when you start combating like your feelings of like, oh, I want to hang out with my homegirls, but I actually want to do this or whatever. Like when you try when you start like thinking like versus as a group and you start thinking about alone. Like you start making your plans alone because that's actually what you want to do. And that's actually what you told yourself. You don't have nobody in your ear telling you, oh, we should go do this. But it's really not what I want to do. You know, spiritual journeys are like loud. They're bold and like they'll knock you off your feet real fast. They'll have you thinking you're depressed. Well, some, most of the time, most people will be depressed because that's the reality of going through spiritual journeys because that's growing from like your old self and growing into your new self. And like people be, can be going from like their old self and then to like in, into three different new versions of themselves. Like if, if you understand what that means, like just to give you an example, like I went on, I deleted social media from a from about like Thanksgiving all the way until like January or before mm. that. And I was just like, and I was so confused of like what actually I was doing. Like I had my businesses running, you know, I was training people and I was doing all this kind of stuff. And I thought back and I was like, damn, like, is this really what makes me happy? Because I, I wasn't feeling happy. I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I didn't feel like my passion wasn't burning. Like, you know, everybody gets to a point where they just feel like tired. And they like they feel like they just need a break. You should listen to yourself when when you know when that happens. You really have to listen to yourself and open up your ears because like if not, then you'll be going into like uh, a whole new world of like burning yourself out and like then you just like you done for a long time. Versus if you just took three days of vacation or you just did what you wanted to do for a day and said that I deserve to be happy and I deserve to have fun, you know, you'll save yourself a lot of time and like burnt out energy just feel like you're just going through the motions you really you'll really be enjoying it so you know dr lovett have you started your spiritual journey yet um the last couple of years like you know since i got the military i have it a lot of you know stepping back reevaluating you know where i'm at and to where i'm trying to go to i'm a christian uh miss heisen is a christian but I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm like, you know, I'm perfect. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not a Christian. Oh, I don't, my bad. I don't have a religion. I'm just my bad. My I just have to throw that out there. My bad. It's okay. <laughs> well, I'm a Christian, uh, believing God and stuff. And that's how, you know, came up and raised and stuff like that. But I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, I'm a perfect Christian because 
everything under the sun is a you know it's a sin <laughs> just about anything is eating too much when you're not eating when you're not hungry it's a sin cursing and you know the list goes on and on but nah i really um i try to you know get closer i try to pray as much as i sh should or in, as i can and i just try to you know really get an understanding in a relationship with god you know people are always big on you know trying to get a relationship when everybody understand but really the person that matters most is your relationship you know with the holy father or whatever or whoever you believe in because at the end of the day you know when it's all said and done that's how you're gonna leave out it was you just you and him so you know i try to and i feel like you know when you pray more and when you you know pray and you meditate more you have a a better understanding you see you more grateful you show more gratitude about the stuff you have and stop worrying about so much the stuff you don't have because what's meant to be will be what god got planned for you nobody can't take it away from you so it's okay you know to be on your lolo your solo dolo the long road sometime because not everybody is meant to make it not everybody is meant to ride your ride to the finish line so be comfortable being uncomfortable how you say you say all the time you gotta be we call it embrace the sun Right. Embrace is so, so many different lights that I learned from the Marine Corps, gym, God, everything. I'm thankful for all them life lessons because I'm learning. You can't run from adversity. You can't you can't run from challenges. You gotta have like we said, you gotta have that growth mindset. You gotta you can either look at it like I'm gonna let it defeat me. I'm gonna be sad that I'm by myself. I'm gonna be getting this deep depression. Or you can be like, hey, look at the mirror. Let's go. Let's get this. <laughs> Let's go, man. Ain't nobody going to stop, man. When you know yourself and you, you loving yourself and you know you're you know you destined for something greater, you're going to get on. You ain't getting your, we call it getting in your bag, dog. Let's get it. <laughs> stop. And that's why I had, I had to say to me, I'm a vocal speaker. And, like, I be putting a lot of pressure on myself because I tell people I like. So it's, it's two different people. It's people who grind in silence and, you know, don't speak on some people. And it's people who, like, they tell you they're going to do something and then they go do it. So I'm the second person and I kind of put pressure on myself because, you know, with people, if you tell them you're going to do something, you don't do it. How do you feel? They feel like, yeah, upset. They feel mad. They don't feel, I don't want to say upset or mad. They feel like, yeah, you ain't a man of your word. Yeah. And I, I mean, and some people, you know, somebody disappoint them, they take it until, you know, they put it on themselves. So I'm trying to learn the balance between. But for me, it's not even on cocky. Anything I tell somebody I'm going to do, I do it. But I know that's not just me. Though. That's not just me saying it. It's because I got a guy behind me. I have a perfect guy. God, I pray every night. One of my one of the things I say in my prayer, I say, God, help me to align with my purpose. Help me to walk in my purpose. If it's not for me, take it away from me. If I'm not walking in my purpose, God, change my direction so I can walk to the purpose that was meant for me. Uh, I mean, we ain't here getting deep. <laughs> I ain't here trying to preach, man. But I tell you, my granddad thought I was going to be a preacher. <laughs> he still say that, so I don't know. But, hey. No. Yeah. But yeah How do you feel about... I want to ask, I mean, I know we touched on a lot of individuals, but um, how do you, like, do you really thrive being alone or you prefer having friends around you? Um, I like a good balance, but like, I like, I like being around my friends when like it's playtime. Like I like being around my friends who love to go hard. Like I call them all day and like run a business plan by them. Like, you know, get viewpoints and stuff like that. But anything else, I lean on my own stuff and I leave on lean on God's understanding of what needs to be done. Like, I love I thrive best alone, but I don't have no problem with working in a team because if you if you if you can't do both, then you know, there's some more, you know, working on your stuff that you have to do. You know, you have to you to, to be a leader, you have to know how it feels to be a sheep. Or, you know, chief and Indians is what I meant. But uh 
but yeah, like I can, I like, I like, I love being around my friends when it's playtime, you know, when I feel like I need to take a break, I need them around me. I need, they help me recharge. Like my friends are like, you know, they're like my equalizers, my batteries. Like when I need to be plugged in, they plug me in and let me know everything that's going on. But they understand when I need to take a step back and, I'm, and I got stuff going on, whether that's like, that's work-wise, I'm at the gym or, you know, whatever, I, whatever I'm doing, like they go hard for me. So you know, shout out to them because I appreciate them. But anyway, yeah, that's how I feel about that. Uh, yeah, I, just, I feel like... And I got, huh? I was saying, go ahead. Oh, man. Being an individual, you know, walking in like being in grind mode when you by yourself, that's what you're supposed to do. And I'm thankful for that. But like you just said, I'm thankful for the friends too. Who allow me to be my well, <laughs> I ain't no crap to be myself, dog. Like for real, cause not and I had to learn that. Like my mama, like everybody, mama always told them, not everybody your friend. And I really learned that not everybody gonna understand you for being you. My friends allow me to be me. Some people be like, man, why your friend? I got my friends who you know who playboys who you know who like they just they smooth in any situation. I'm not saying I'm socially uh, awkward because I'm learning Marine Corps make you not. You have to, like you said, you have to be a team player. They're being antisocial in the Marine Corps. <laughs> it's really non-existent because there ain't no way you can be. Well, I don't know. I guess if you like staff signing up, but, you know, coming up from a troop and up, you already know how it is. You have to be a team player or you don't have a right. real worth of journey. But nah, I'm thankful my friends to allow me to like talk my junk and be me because they understand like, hey, Devontae, they understand, but they understand when Devontae say he gonna do something, when I say I'm gonna tap in, when I tell you I'm gonna do it's time to get to work. I ain't playing. And I and I'm more so moving. I think the only reason I still, you know, mess around with social media because you know, we got our podcast platform and then go follow that ASAP, Muscles the Mental Health Podcast on Instagram. And I got my, you know. Fitness, so that's the only reason I'm still on Instagram. But if it wasn't for these those two things, I could really see myself walking away from social media for real, for real. And then I know, I mean, Facebook for the fam, you know, that's for like the old, you know, grandma, you know, grandma on Facebook. So <laughs> it wasn't for them couple of things. I, I went, I'd be good with not having social media because really people just be looking at social media and really. Although people say I'm not comparing at one at one point or some point of you looking at social media throughout the week, you compare yourself to somebody. I don't care what nobody say. Or you look at somebody some type of way, you compare yourself. Big facts. And you say we don't. Nah, you looking at something. Oh, yeah, dang. He got he gonna like this. He do like this leg press. He this height. Dang, why I can't do it, man? Nah, man. Run your own race, man. Live your truth. Live your life. What's meant right. to be, real be. If it's meant for you, it will never leave you. <laughs> Fun also, time. Also, you don't work for it, it'll never happen. Oh, oh, what they say? Folks be wanting the instant gratification, but they don't want to put no work in. They don't want to wake up early. Man, we got, I don't even know how long the video been going. <laughs> I got to <laughs> People be wanting, how you want the six-pack, you want to, you want the little 315 on every max squat, you want to do 35 pull-ups, but you go to the gym once a week and you eat uh, American Deli 10-piece with Hennessy every night and pop Molly and lean every jug in the world and, that, and expecting why your body shutting down on you. But they ain't, they ain't ready for their conversation, though, Miss Tyson. Let me calm down. <laughs> Yes, sir. But, you know, like you said, what you, will not, what you don't work for will not happen. And that's and that's that's words from the wise. Words to people who don't been through been through it. But uh, let's, what's one thing you've noticed about yourself since you started to embrace your individuality? It could be something small. It could be something big. We're just like, what's the one thing that you noticed about yourself that was like, like um. you? The power of having a schedule and the drug of procrastination. Right. 
That's well, you said one thing, but I said, I said two. (laughs) Huh? No, I said that's fine. Yeah, because I didn't. So, me, you know, being in school, me getting out of the military and stuff like that. And then, me, you know, since Corona happened, most of my, I only have one class in person, all my classes online. So, I didn't realize, like, in the military, you already know we have a sick schedule. You know what time you're supposed to be here. And then, most of the time, you know what time you're going to get off, unless you got uh, <laughs> some, uh, hey, some good stuff. I don't know, some interesting stuff, stuff in COD, I can say on that. But um, when it comes to, like, so I had to, like, I had to get back to a routine. And with me, I'm kind of, I feel like, you, I, I know you, I know you hard on yourself too. I feel like Leo's. I don't know if it is all Leo, but I know like when I miss a timeline, or like I said, I get out here late, or they was like the computer was messed. I be, I be upset. I don't know. If that's a military thing. When I tell somebody eleven fifty, and I'm there eleven fifty two, I be like, man, I feel so hurt, man. <laughs> that's facts, though. Yeah, I'll you just remind yourself. Your expectations be so high, but you don't meet them. It's just be like, damn, like be devastated the whole day yeah like i knew i i told her 11 55 and i showed up at a lit man at one 12 o'clock i'm like man no nah. i feel i feel like i'll be tying up it gets a point where i be having like 12 alarms like dog you gonna get up <laughs> you don't get up on time but how you said this go back to your question uh me you know being on my individual journey i learned that you gotta have a schedule and you got to fight procrastination. You got to be more, you got to be disciplined and you got to eliminate different stimuli that cause you to procrastinate. If you know you can't focus and your phone in the same room, you got to, hey, do what you got to do. Eliminate it. Eliminate stuff that gets you off your grind. Right. But like we all, like we always talk on this podcast, we understand, hey, greatness don't happen overnight, bit dog. You gotta put in there, you gotta pray first and then put in that work second. It's it's like PB and jelly. Right. But what's your, whatever y'all call it, but praying is what it is. Yeah. So what's your what things you have you learned about yourself though, Miss Tyson? I learned like I'm I live by this every day that I'm the master of my life. I'm the master of my emotions. I Talk control, to I control me. Talk to him. I control what I can control and everything else I don't I do not control. Let's I get it. it that's on that's on God's hands. That's God's shoulders. But my thoughts when I wake up in the morning and I'm not having a good day, in my mind I say, I'm gonna have a good day. I, I, I say my affirmations and I go from there because once you 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 allow something to affect your your happiness and dictate your life, they now have control over you. And Facts. nobody has control over me but myself. Talk to him. And that's something big that I learned. I, I live by every single day because I used to be one of those people that's like, I will, I will be mad about, pissed about something the whole day. And I was watching a video on Instagram. It was like, uh, you get mad at your boyfriend does something that makes you bad, makes you mad early in the morning. Like, when do you stop thinking about it? And she be mad for three, three months. months. Be mad for three months, and then for them, <laughs> instantly, instantly, guys are not even. They're not even worried about it once they go. Once they once you leave out that door, that's it in the store and they'd be so like flabbergasted that you still mad about this because like why when you could have just easily talked about it or you could have just let it go oh god so that's something like i'm the master of my emotions control what you can't control and everything goes that's not your problem everything i say this God's world. i say this i i had what is that's crazy you said i wrote this on but i said control what you can control and, a re- and what you can't control give the rest to god right because <laughs> It'd be it's a mouthful, and like if you if you just use that one thing, like just start with something simple. Control what you can control. You know, write yeah. down the things that's bothering you. Write down the things, and this is my words of advice to people who feel like being alone, or you know, being alone is lonely or it's hard, or you know, you feel like you just can't do it. You need somebody around you. Write down the things that bother that bothers you in life. Write down the things that makes you sad, makes you mad, makes you angry. Write down the things that you don't like and what people do to you. You know, and then figure out which ones that you dictate and then, you know, realize the ones that you don't dictate and eliminate, eliminate those things from your life. And when you once you do that, life for you will be much better. You will figure out that you have nobody to blame for your shortcomings but you. And once you feel that 
you have, and this is why we're so hard on ourselves because people who realize, people who are hard on themselves realize that we are the dictators of our life. Nobody controlled what we did. Nobody said that we was going, that they was going to do something for us, but us. Dang, it was something. I was, you know, I'm, you know, we all, I'm always watching, uh, you know, informative stuff, and uh, always expanding my, um, this expanding my mindset and stuff like that. And uh, dang, uh, I like, so I like ET the preacher, ET the hip hop preacher, you know. Right. Oh, what did he, what did he say, man, man? Like it, but basically, in some like you just said, man, your life. Is the representation of the actions of the work you put in. Fact. They saying that, and it really, it really, some people get offended. Like, and I really looked at it. They said in America, they said we in the we the land of opportunity, and they said you know it's a lot of I look at it you know from a whole different types of different people. They say if you, he said they say if you broke, that's your fault. Right. If you out of shape, that's your fault. Now I started thinking about it. I think about the whole world perspective. Like, you know, some people come from, you know, nothing like me and you. Uh, but I'm like, just because it's not, but it's not about where you start, it's about how you finish. So just because your people came up that way and you come from this foundation, that doesn't mean that has to be the foundation for your kids or your future family. But I feel like it only time, like I said, it takes one person. I see this everywhere all the time. It takes one person to break generational curses. They say it's, it's hard for you. My granddad said it's hard for you because God has chosen you. It's hard for you because it ain't no never be easy for you. Because anything that comes easy, it's not worth having. This and I keep on, I be telling myself too. So though, cause but I want to let the audience know, because we talk all this motivational stuff and all that, it's facts. We live by this, but don't mean we don't have our trials and tribulations every day of the week. Every day and we are held trial. Every day, every day of the week, I'm a whole psychology man. I deal with, you know, depression. I deal with, could I do more that day? I deal with, you know, anxiety and all that. But the one thing I say, like you said, I don't let it control me. Right. That's what the devil, the devil wants you to feel sorry for yourself. The devil wants you to, you know, want to be out there. Wants you, my, my granddad said, the devil wants you to be a part of this man, this man world. No. And when you different people, that's why people look at you different because you're not fitting in. You're not being a, a robot. I would, I would, I was never made to fit in and I would never, I don't want to be like none of these roles. I want to be myself. And when people impress, if you impressed by me, how I carry myself, I did my job, but I'm not trying, I'm not doing it for you though. Right. That's right. To be for yourself, to please yourself, to please your mind, to please your body, to please God. The only reason why you should be doing things. You're not trying to please nobody. If you're going to be a people pleaser, you might as well be like everybody else in this world. That's what I'm Man, that's what I'm saying. If you want to be like everybody else, I said like I think I was watching uh TDJ. So you're like, man, you want to be, you want to be of this world. Take your grind, take your ambition, and you can be like this world. You want to be regular, and you want to be like worrying, second guessing. Dang, when your life comes to end, like, dang, I wish I would have did this differently. Stop, you know, saying I wish and get. Hey, I say I take get to work. It's okay, Ben. It's okay, locking down, getting alone. Being alone, getting on your grind, and finding your purpose, man. Because I promise you, all these other people of this world, it is, you know, this just going throughout the motion. They have no direction. Direction is more important than speed. Because because you went, because it might be somebody else on chapter 12 and you on chapter 7, don't mean when it's all said and done, they won't be following you because look how they move. They move in without direction, they move in mindlessness. Find your purpose, man. Hey. <laughs> that was a big one. Hey, you know, yeah. way more because boy, people will think that they need to move, they need to move ten thousand speed limit at a time. And I know I said that wrong, but you got what I meant. Yeah, have a direction, have a plan, have down goals. If your goals is what you you focus on, you getting them done. Don't worry about how fast you're going. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. And when you, you become an individual, it, that that saying will get much much easier for you to actually believe and live by. I think one thing I started doing too. So, you know, we always in this social media age. 
and it's digital. We got, you know, we got smartphones, so we really don't need no notebook or writing down nothing for nothing. But what really helped me like get throughout my days is old fashioned. Like it's it's simply right. You know how good you know to feel like to write out write out your goals for the day, you know, right. in your notes or whatever, or physically write them off, and then you checked off all your goals for the day. That means you don't have a productive day. And then I think what people didn't start doing, stop, set, stop no, negotiating your goals. Stop negotiating what you say you're going to do. Don't negotiate it. Get it done. That's a big one. That's a big one. I see. I used to do this day-to-day, day-to-day. When I stopped saying my, my new rule for everything, it's like if I said I got to get something done, if I need to wake up and get out of this bed, I count down to five, five, four, three. When I get on three, I'm up and I'm out. And that's it. I'm done talking about it. I'm done explaining myself about it. I'm done doing all that. I'm getting up and get, doing what I need to do. And that's just it. Yes, ma'am. The longer you fight with yourself, the longer, the harder it gets to do what you need to do. And, and that's what you're talking about. It's something that you just, just know, like, let's, all right, let's go. And that's one thing I learned with the gym. Like, so I watched this video and I, even not even not this video, even me learning in psychology, they talking about people have bad habits because they got they be having the stimuli. So you know you if you know you have, so basically like with diets, if you know you have a sweet addiction, stop buying, stop keeping sweets in your house. If you know you want to go to the gym in the morning, but you have a it take you a long time to get to, it take you a long time to get ready to get to the gym. Have your gym clothes sitting on your bed, sitting on your dresser. Have your socks already. Ready? Have your shoes by your gym fit. Have your pre pre workout, whatever. You, man, I say pre workout, whatever like that. Have your headphone, your gym bag already ready to go. So you already got it in front of, in your direction. What's stopping you now? You just made a stimulate. You just made a stimuli to build a a successful habit. Right. But hey, these baby, hey, hey, we learn these baby stuff. I'm not me and Miss Tyson not perfect. I'm not telling you. I damn sure don't have it all figured out. I'm still in my twenties. I still, you know, take it day by day. But the one thing I understand, though, I'm humble. But I, I would, I'm humble. But I also realize I'm probably the hardest worker in the room as well, too. Because just like I don't, you know, you gotta start negotiating, like I just said, with your goals. Stop playing with your own potential. Because at the end of the day, I was watching like they said this. But everybody said they said the Marine Corps tell you, nobody coming to save you. <laughs> Nobody like we say a Marine Corps, and it's like no, they say nobody cares. You know, the general said, said nobody cares, bro. They don't. Just cause you tell yourself you you say yourself you want to lose twenty pounds away, and you don't do it. Nobody cares. This gonna be this gonna be you looking at you like, dang, I failed myself. But if you get start putting different habits every day and start working towards it, you gonna accomplish your goal. And stop. People gotta stop. People gotta understand. That it's okay to be alone. Don't follow this man's words. It's okay to be alone. Walk your own road. Walk your own journey. And I promise you, when you do that, when you focus on learning yourself, when you focus on working on your craft, you're going to be successful. And it's just like that. Right. Step one is to isolate, get to know yourself, accept the things that you have you have listened to your, your mind about, know yourself, and then improve from there. Yes, ma'am. And yeah. that is our segment of the power of individuality and how we, you know, we have this experience it ourselves every single day. And just like that, we out of here. <laughs>